0: Welcome to another episode of Monster Dear Monster. I'm your host Matt and as always I'm joined by Dave.
1: How are you sir? I'm doing good. It's uh, bright and early and I'm raring to go.
0: Happy to hear it. (laughs) I'm uh, I'm recovering from a half marathon at the moment. I'm uh, feeling like a 90 year old man even though I'm actually 33. Um, But uh, yeah it was worth it. It was a I've I've just I've vowed never to run again. So this is, I've got it in in recording. <laughs> After this day, I am never running or at least again. But no, it was, it was it was good. We me and my friend ran it. We we raised seven hundred pounds for charity for a, a local cancer charity called Force. Um, yeah, it was really worth it. It was it was it was good. Hot not I I'm, I I there's a video that's just come up on Facebook. that My friend uh, did where I literally just collapsed at the line. I didn't realise it, but I literally just collapsed on the metal railing by by the finish line. (laughs) It was was like i have been attacked. (laughs) But, hey, it was all good. Right, so today's episode, we are going to talk about The Hallow, which is a 2015 British-Irish horror film directed by Corin Hardy, uh, written by Hardy and Philippe uh, Marino, and it stars Joseph Moore, uh, Bojana N- uh, Novakovich, Um and I'm going to be terrible at <laughs> playing the names of the other ones as well. So Michael McAlton, Elton, and Michael Smiley. Um, yeah, so this is quite an... Uh, Bit of, it's not that well known. Is it all your your end over in the U.S. Dave? Is it quite uh, well known film? Cause over no, here? No, I don't. Even, I don't
1: think I've met anyone that's seen this. Um, much to my disappointment, it's a. I had a lot of fun. It's a good movie.
0: It is actually. Yeah, it's it's deceptively good. Actually, it's one of those. Like I said to you earlier sure. before we uh, started recording, it's it's one of those that. I think gets shoved in the back of all these streaming services. Like I said, it's on the UK Netflix at the moment. And it's, it's like I said, it's really good, but it's just one of those that looks the same as every other horror film that you see in the horror section. It's like, yeah, yeah. You know, the ones you sort of just keep knocking past and it's just the hollow. It just sounds like every other film. And it's a shame really, because it is actually, a, it is actually surprisingly good. Um It focuses on, Effectively, Irish folklore and talking about changelings and such like. Um, so, so you, I know you you watched it recently for the podcast, but do you sort of watch it when it came out? Near yeah, the time? um, but-
1: this is still on also on the uh, US Netflix. Um, I saw this like, maybe like two, two, yeah, I guess two years ago. Uh, what it came out, um, maybe I don't know, it was just, it's just straight to video, like a video on demand. Um, uh it went right to Netflix, I think, uh, as soon as the distributing rights or whatever were secured. Um so I yeah, it was probably twenty fifteen. Uh yeah, I saw it when it came out. It was good. I I'm glad I got a chance to revisit this because I I forgot that I enjoyed it as much as I did.
0: <laughs> well, I said to you earlier, we can thank my mum for this when I when we came across it when I visited her recently. I thought, ah, perfect monster dear monster topic, this one. Um, yeah, so I think from what I've read on the director, he's he's got a fair bit of inspiration from a lot of the classic films, particularly Alien and The Evil Dead. Um, also, it says in the wiki, it was pitched as Straw Dogs meets Pan's Labyrinth, which is quite funny because I've watched Pan's Labyrinth quite, quite recently because uh, I haven't seen it for a while. Um, and, it, you yeah, definitely get that vibe from this sort of film. Um, so yeah, it's, it's like I said, it's, it's, it's set in Ireland. Um, it's basically about a couple, which is, uh, Adam and Claire and their little baby son, Finn, who have recently moved to rural Ireland, uh, from, from the capital London, well, not the Irish capital (laughs) from, (laughs) from London. Um, where if he he's he's a conservationist, isn't he? I suppose that's what he class classes himself as. I would say um, where he he's there to investigate the trees, which sounds quite <laughs> quite you know quite dull for a what would be you know for a horror film. It actually it was actually supposed to be called the Woods, as far according to the Wiki as well. So obviously, they, uh, yeah, it's they probably thought,
1: running into copyright issues or something. That's a <laughs> common title
0: (laughs) yeah yeah, exactly so i I can see what they did there i mean are you you know are you from obviously setting like ireland have you do you think that's quite a good little setting for a film like this because it sort of makes a change doesn't it a bit
1: it does um i they could have called the woods because that is as much or if not the main character of the film Uh, You know, it's it's definitely, it's, it's centered around this um, husband, wife, and child pairing, but um, the, the forest itself uh, is, as we'll find out, um, like anthropomorphized, basically.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's a good way of putting it, actually. Because you, you actually see at the, the start where they're driving to where they live, that the, the, on the radio, they're talking about um deforestation aren't they where they're talking about that i think it'll, ireland could become the only country to not have a publicly owned uh, forest and such like and you know you've got these people protesting and such like and it's at the when you first hear it it doesn't sort of really mean anything but obviously it plays into the way things are going to go and it it's it's quite a funny film in the sense that it's quite I suppose, like a lot, you know, like a lot of horror films, but it's quite self-contained, isn't it? Really, there's not many people in it. There's not, you know, even though it is in a forest or woods, you it's it's still really in quite a small or what seems like quite a small part of it, um, which I think is quite good because it makes it feel quite claustrophobic in that sense, um, and you you almost sort of go semi straight in, really, because. You know, once, like I said earlier, he, Adam's a conservationist and he's immediately out, which is quite funny because he always take, he always seems to take their <laughs> baby everywhere, yeah. doesn't he? Which is quite, I mean, I'm not a parent. Um, and then I presume you're not, David. No, so I, I'm not. I think, uh... And so I, I
1: think that's quite odd that <laughs> he likes to. I, didn't I know, agree with what he was doing. Um, yeah. T- just for safety's sake, he's, basically you know he has the his his son in a backpack um yep. carrier like a baby carrier but he's going across like rickety little wooden bridges and he's in at this point what is the heart of the 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 forest yeah. um and it's it's not like flat ground it's like rolling hills and a lot of unstable footing. Um, I don't know. It just it didn't seem like a, a safe thing to do. Uh, he does have the family dog with him.
0: True. Also. Yeah. It's Iggy, isn't it? Or is he, is he or yeah, Iggy, yeah. one of those two? And it's, yeah, you're right. It's quite odd because I know it's obviously for effect and, and the, the baby obviously does play a big part in, or a good, you know, a good part of this film. I suppose it, it's often when, obviously when you get to the sort of a few minutes in where he's, he's been marking trees, obviously where he's gonna say, Oh, these, this tree's gonna go <clears throat> excuse me. And he he ends up finding the corpse of a it's like a deer, isn't it? Effect, I think so. And he it's got a, he looks at the corpse and it's got a fungal or fungus infection, um, and this sort of black tar and, and these sort of the spines coming out of it. And he think and he's there busy taking a sample of it. Um, which obviously he does because that's what he does. but again he's got the baby with him. It's really odd. <laughs> sort of, There's a lot of safety issues in this one. He doesn't yeah, seem bothered uh, by it's a,
1: <laughs> it's a clearly um, contaminated, uh, you know, corpse of a of a deer. Um, yeah. He's also the the trees that he's marking. Um, they have like a fungal growth, a, yes. you know, like a blight um, on them, and that's what he's he's marking them to. They need to be cut down. Um, yeah to preserve the, you know, what remains of the forest. We, we get a kind of an opening shot and it's, they're already logging like a considerable amount of this. There's a lot of, I yeah. think this, the movie has maybe two messages. It has its, you know, folklore implications. And then it has a, you know, a political <laughs> message. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think most yeah. films set in Ireland deal with.
0: Well, Zali, I mean, for anyone that's been to Ireland, I mean, I've not been there myself, even though I'm very close to it. Um, It's a place which is obviously very beautiful and it's obviously something they, they cherish their, you know, their forests and their, you know, their scenic uh, areas. So yeah, I can imagine that it is something quite close to them. So the whole deforestation and, and such like is, you know, is quite a prominent thing for them. So I, I can, yeah, I can see that's the message involved. It, it's, It's a I think it's a good message. It just sort of, I think it does get a tiny bit lost, obviously, because of the type of film it is. I think
1: it it takes it back. I mean, he didn't make this a political film that just has like a, I guess a casing around it because that's what opens the film and arguably like ends the film.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, or if he did want it to be a big part of the film, he severely missed that. <laughs> yeah, well. <geez. laughs>
1: maybe but, maybe uh, for the better.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that would be one of the worst horror films ever. Um, but yeah, so you, the, you're you already introduced to something that's quite prominent throughout the film, which is this black tar, uh, fungus, fungal infection with spines and so it, it comes in different forms doesn't it throughout the film you see you know it's sort of sometimes it's vines sometimes it's it's almost like a glorified infection um so this is all the, for the for the viewer this is the first time you sort of see it and it you know it obviously raises alarm bells to uh to adam because obviously in, in his trade he's never he's never really seen it uh before so he you know he takes it back and and then this is where you you first introduced to uh, Column, who's uh, effectively, I think he's a local farmer, isn't he? He's, um, He's like
1: who, the only local <laughs> yeah. out here. Um,
0: yeah. It's, as you'll find in this film, there's not many people. <laughs> there's literally about four of them and that is it. And yeah, he's the, the local farmer who's, who's, I think he's, I, I get the idea that I presume that he's his forest, isn't it? Or his part of the woods. Cause he sort of. He, he column sort of makes out to his wife that he's effectively trespassing, isn't he? So
1: yeah, I, I think like he owns of- um, several tracts of this land. Uh, yeah. And he, he serves, uh, I think two or three purposes um, in this movie. He's a, a major character that has a minor amount of screen time, but each time it's, it serves as almost exposition, uh, yes, but he's at the same time uh, sort of a red herring. Um, presents himself almost as the antagonist. I mean, because you you don't <laughs> know where he's coming from, um, goal wise, uh, in the in the beginning of this, and all the the frame, all the the shots are framed with him in a menacing light. I think. Yeah, uh, and it's probably also because. Um, Claire uh, the wife is home by herself yeah. and her husband's away and she just you know this is basically a stranger at the door or that a stranger that just makes no bones about coming into the house <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah which we find out later yeah he did. so just walking through the front door yeah he he comes across as quite menacing and well, like you said, that's his purpose and he's, where he comes across as just the angry farmer, the get off my land sort of person, but he, he actually, you know, is a bit of a, like you said, he is a bit of a red herring where he's actually reason why he's acting the way he does. So yeah, he, he basically threatens, you know, or tells Claire to get Adam to come around, visit him to, you know, come on, we need to talk about this. He needs to get off, off, off what he's doing. Um, and then you, it sort of moves on. We see, um, Adam looking under a microscope at the sample he's found, which um, which you can sort of see uh, infects the other cell, doesn't it? Where it sort of puts a little spine in it and sort of takes it over. And obviously, he's a bit mystified at <laughs> what he's, yeah, uh, what he's seen in front of him. It's clearly
1: like a parasitic organism. Yeah,
0: yeah. Which, which sort of, you know, from what obviously it sort of explains what, what's happened to the. Uh, the deer corpse that we saw earlier, and he he, make, he makes this quite um, actually before that. Actually, before I move on, he it, there's a bit where he goes up to the um, I think it's up to the the roof wall. Sorry, up to the attic and such like where it's been dripping black sludge on the on their baby's bed, and that's where he sort of again you see the the the, the black tar and vines so sort of, you know so again it's sort of playing into what we've seen a bit earlier and then he talks about the what he calls the i think he calls it the trojan horse of fungi which is which is a which is a great sentence um where he he's basically explaining to claire about there's this um spore that sort of roots into the the brains of ants and basically turns them into ant zombies, you know, the auto, ultimate, automatons, doesn't it? And it's, it's got, again, it's sort of at this point, it doesn't really make any reference, but it's, it's quite an interesting thing to listen to, um, even though he's saying it where I think he's smoking weed at the time when he's saying it was a bit, it, was sort of, it sort of takes off the, the, the sheen of it a bit, but it's, it's quite an interesting um, sentence. Um, but again, it, showed, it it's quite good because obviously it shows what he, he does as he's as his uh employment and it, it, i think it's it's quite an interesting thing because again what what's gonna sort of play in later um then it moves on to this this sort of almost like a semi-classic horror f- horror scene where they hear a noise upstairs and the the there's a scream from the baby and they rush upstairs and Hear a smash and then the door slams in their face, and they go in and the windows broken and such like. And I mean, at this point, did you sort of think, Oh, oh is it going to be just that sort of normal sort of horror film? <laughs> it's just sort of, you know, Sebi jump scares. Uh,
1: no, um, maybe a little bit, but what I was really interested in is, and they they take um, great pains to show, um, is it, is it Claire? Oh, okay. Yeah, Claire, yeah, Claire. Um, <laughs> the house that they moved into is boarded up but it's not wood um, It's iron railings are across all the windows like little bars yeah, yeah. Um, she removed all of those because they're uh, visually it's unattractive they look like a little bit rusted. Um, yeah. So maybe it's a safety issue or she just didn't like all the windows looking barred up. Um, well, she's she, by, like you said, she she by, her, she's by, she's
0: at home or by herself, isn't she? She's just wanted to, <laughs> to, to make, it make it look a little yeah. bit nicer. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Um, so that's our first, uh, subtle, um, nod to what eventually, uh, might happen uh what yeah. we're dealing with as far as um the, the supernatural um, entity or in this case uh, strangely biological um, entity
0: yeah absolutely yeah and no, i i agree in it and like i said i think if you're not familiar with the, the sort of the law of changeling and such like it like i said i think for a lot of people watching it, they probably wouldn't make you know much reference to it. Whereas, like you said, when, if you do know the background on it, it does make a bit more sense. I mean, this scene with the, the broken window actually does give you a bit more information from the, um, the policeman because they, they call a policeman to come in and obviously investigate it, because obviously in their heads, like you said earlier, they're thinking uh, Column is the antagonist in this uh, movie, and obviously they know that he's got an issue with them. So obviously they're thinking it's something that he would have done. Whereas yeah, there's, there's like no one else
1: around. No, so it's, exactly. And it's so it makes, it's cold. Zally.
0: Yeah. Zally, it makes perfect sense. So whereas the, you know, the policeman makes a, a reference saying that, you know, this isn't London. Things do go bump in the night here. Um, which he bet. And they, this is where he actually, you first, first hear about the, you know, about the hollow, where he makes reference to fairies, banshees and baby stealers um, and actually uses the example of Column's daughter being, uh, you know, gone, has gone missing or, you know, years ago has gone has gone missing. So this is now, like you said, this is where things are starting, you know, for a viewer, you can start piecing together that, uh, that you know, it's now about, uh, you know, Irish folklore talking about uh, fairies, banshees and, and baby stealers and such like. So it's um yeah, so that's quite a prominent uh scene. And then things move on. This is where where he's taking some pictures and such like to uh sort of for evidence and he this is again another typical horror <laughs> trope where he he's got his uh camera, he you know, hears a rustling in the woods. And so, through the viewfinder, he sees it what he thinks is the outline of a of a creature, and this is sort of our first well first bit to show that shows the the change limb merely you don't really see much about it; it's effectively a dark outline you can obviously make something out on there and then it it disappears and obviously goes back into the woods um so sort of moving on from there. He goes and goes and get the window repaired and he the you know shopkeeper advises him of trespass in the woods so he definitely gets ma- made to feel out like he's an outsider there doesn't he our adam they they definitely the locals definitely don't want him there it's it's quite funny actually because i know and it's the same over here that the a lot of local villages and such like uh, do sometimes do have that sort of mentality and um, but i i think it was funny that that the like there's a scene where he's driving along and there's some, there's some young sort of teenage young adults, uh, lads that are looking at him and sort of giving him evil eyes through his car. And it, it's funny because I am just thinking, how would they even know who he is? <laughs> Do you think they care about yeah. <laughs> To
1: be honest, it's just oh, a, it's a small little area. They, everyone yeah. Knows everybody. It's yeah, the, that's true. You know, it's that same feeling we got, uh, watching, um, American werewolf and, in London, yes, absolutely. Yes, similar, um, little communities, uh, and you know more so because this is literally out in the middle of nowhere.
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, no, no, it definitely. And again, it purposely gives gives that uh, idea, um, and then you, you we get a scene where the where Claire discovers. I presumed it was. Was it a bird? The the you know the scene where she unravels. Um, and it looks it's, it's like a mutilated bird corpse covered in the the sort of the tar. She yeah, finds yeah, it in the bedroom. I assumed it was a bird. <laughs> I, was, bird I was there trying a to small, pause it, trying to <laughs> yeah, small yeah. animal. It's some sort of small animal that's sort of, that's been yeah just ripped apart in and it's covered in the sort of black ooze tar thing that we see throughout the film. Um, and, uh, and then. Colin makes another, like you said, another dramatic scene where he comes in. and He definitely doesn't even knock on this one. He <laughs> scares the living daylights out of Claire. Just walks in through the front door like he, like he does. Um, and again, it, it pushes the antagonist bit because there's this bit where he's grabbing something out of his pocket, which you know she's sort of thinking he's she's gonna he's gonna pull out a gun or something on her. Where he pulls out uh, a book, which wouldn't look out of place in harry potter would it it's like a proper tome isn't it yeah um i think (laughs) that
1: is probably specifically uh if he's doing a nod to evil dead um it looks like the necronomicon so yes definitely has that you know warped leather uh binding Uh, i don't know it looks pretty cool
0: (laughs) oh yeah absolutely good design on it gold leaf
1: on the pages
0: It's it's funny because it's it's one of those where I, I was shocked how he managed to fit it in his pocket. It's one of those where he's, I know he's wearing a farmer's jacket, which oh, he has
1: like I think he had a satchel. side. Hopefully, his pockets are bigger on the inside. <laughs> yeah.
0: Exactly. Uh, the, and um, yeah, so he she, he he basically leaves a book and and uh, disappears, and then it cuts to Adams or uh, just driving back to. Uh, back home with the uh, with the baby in tow like he like he does carrying the baby at all times which again i i find odd because like going back to what we were saying earlier because at the end of the day why is the baby not at home with claire i know is he just wanting to do, deliberately give it give it fresh air all the time i just i just don't understand why he's not got it with him
1: i think it plays into the the folklore um of the changelings uh mm-hmm. we'll, we'll do i think we'll take a look at the, uh, Mr. Wikipedia, um, briefly here. Um, and I'll, I'll read a a passage from the specific, uh, um, Irish version of the changeling. So it says in Ireland, looking at a baby with envy overlooking the baby was dangerous as it endangered the baby who was then in the fairy's power. Uh, there's a little bit more, uh, talking about, Women being in danger um, during specific times, whether yeah. uh, they're a new bride or a new mother, um, I think that uh, is what maybe ultimately draws uh, attention to um, their child. Is that their marriage is? It seems like it's a it's a fresh one. Um, yeah, I get that, and their I'm interactions sure, yeah. are, you know, with earlier you, you spoke about it when they're um they're, they're smoking weed they're doing things that are i don't know uh, most of their actions don't feel parent like no you know everything yeah, that they, they just, do is they're still they're like great. i guess learning the ropes learning or it, yeah. maybe yeah, wanting to still be younger than they are um, <laughs> like that's, <we> all <laughs> that's what this yeah, um, yeah but that's what this feels like and um looking at at least that bit of uh bit of lore um it it plays into that, yeah yeah no i that uh, makes they're perfect doing sense, like sure. risky behavior um yeah. <laughs> with everything yeah. they do uh and that's that's evident in why they're there um the reaction of the locals and in in column uh specifically uh what he's as we see now uh trying to warn them of yeah what
0: what's uh, yeah what's on their doorstep yeah no it's no i agree that makes perfect sense actually when when you put it in that context so yeah so he 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 almost torn a column he almost he almost knocks him over in the car so again he, we give him a, a bit of a threatening look and then and then drives on and then this is where we um see quite a uh uh, quite a dramatic scene involving the the car, where basically the car becomes unresponsive. The the tape, uh, the, he, he's listening to a, an old fashioned uh, cassette for the music, and it starts unraveling notes out of the player and such like. And then and then he he sort of loses control of the car and brings it to halt. And then he opens the the bonnet, and it's you he, he see he see the the black vines that again we've seen previously in the film sort of basically taking over the the engine so he and then there's, a, there's I don't know where he gets hit and pushed into the boot and then the car's shaking and and he he <laughs> he somehow manages to break out of it by using I think he uses a crowbar to sort of smash through the back of the back seats <laughs> it almost there's some, almost like a a dodgy shining yes. impersonation where he sticks his head out. <laughs> yeah. It's up being a door. It's back of the, the car backseat. <laughs> yes. It's uh, I think he's definitely paying homage there. It's uh but so yeah, he, he, cause obviously the baby's crying and, and, you know, obviously he's panicking about that and he, he you know, Finn, Finn, the baby's okay. And there's, he, then he goes out of the car and there's massive uh claw scratches all the way down the side and obviously he's, <laughs> he's clearly shook by this. So he he caught, you know, he rushes back home. And again, he, at this point, he's, like I said, earlier, he's still thinking column is the, is the perpetrator behind all this. Uh, but then the, he gets a gun and the lights go out and they hear noises downstairs and the house has been ransacked. And again, they're still thinking um, that it's column and uh they, they get spooked, and I think there's a part where Adam looks through the book just to sort of get an idea of what what he potentially could be dealing with, and they basically freak out and leave leave the house. Um, and then, <laughs> unfortunately, they find the they find the dog with a uh, with a red eye. He's 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 got something. You don't really see what's in his mouth, do you? It's sort of again, it sort of could be a, a you see, there he's got the he's got some flesh or a small animal, but I presume he's been attacked by one of the creatures at that point. Yeah, you know, he's, something he's, like he's,
1: comes out of his tongue. I don't know. I, yeah, it's it's but, a dark yeah. scene, but yeah, it, you don't see much. It, it doesn't look um, good.
0: <laughs> no, no, <laughs> the dog doesn't look in good. Um, and then you you see that again. You you see behind them, a, you know, another outline of one of the changelings in the in the forest, and the the dog chases. Um, after the changeling, and you, you get the the typical yelping of a <laughs> of the dog, being, you know, obviously not being <laughs> in a good way to it. Um, and then they obviously again they're freaking out at this point, so they they go back to the to the car, and there's they go back to the engine, and there's even more tar in it this time. So yeah, you know, t- Adam's trying to tear it out, and 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 this 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 is the point now where you. You prop- well, I say, yeah, you pretty much see the changelings now, don't you, when they're in this car scene where where claire's panicking and they're they're sort of starting to surround the car and they're they're quite an odd design aren't they 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 I'm trying to think what what to describe them as they they're sort of they sort of seem to be either on um on two legs or on all fours um depending on how they wanted to go. They 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 look like uh, how how would you describe them, Dave? Uh,
1: well, here's his homage to Guillermo D'Arturo and uh, mm. Pan's Labyrinth. Pan's the, Labyrinth. Yeah, they look like uh, maybe imps, like sort of. Yeah, but formed from roots and growths. Uh, yeah, they're definitely. Like very organic. They don't have any kind of fur or anything, so it's no. definitely humanoid. Um, if a person was like part tree, uh, and <laughs> yeah, part. Uh, <coughs> I, I don't know. Oh, no, they're they're uh,
0: odd ones. I oh, know. they're yeah, really sort of, pale. Really They're pale, really they're pale in stuff. color, aren't they? Mm-hmm. And they they're, yeah, they're, they're, they're like a like they're sh- like a shriveled. Human, they're sort of semi-human, but they're they're shriveled. They've got an arched back um, with quite a prominent sort of spine. Um, they're actually they're, they look they look a bit like Gollum out of Yeah, Lord from, of the Rings, uh, don't uh, they? Lord it's all the in a way. It's that sort of demeanor, isn't it? It's sort of hunched yeah. over, similar sort of color, sort of
1: bald, uh, uh, little bulbous eyes. Um, yeah, so, and, sort and, of no and, yeah. If you take Gollum to... and sort of made him a little bit more fungal yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's a, there's there's definitely is a striking silhouette and they're not um glamorous i guess no. as you would think no. of a fae or some sort of you know elf or no they're you know, pretty disgusting it's yeah. uh yeah they're they're not a you know happy little magical creature <laughs> it, it's <laughs> funny actually they're they're, they're, um,
0: exactly they, they they're quite funny because they looking at them they they're, they're all not the same as well all the the ones that you see they're they they're different in different ways like you've got you know looking at some of the photographs here some of them are more humanoid than the others there's like this there's a picture um, where they they look very you know different to each other where you've got one which looks human um in the other where well, and the other one sort of got a lot slightly longer arms a bit you know similar to a, a, how an animal would be um so yeah so they all you know so it shows that they're not all the same they're not all literally just carbon copies of each other no which no there's like you
1: stages um to their yeah. transformation uh it, it's it's debatable um throughout the film to even figure out if there's sort of an original version of these. Um, I the, the way that they're created um, kind of begs the question, are these all people that were, you know, that succumbed to this infection or but, are some yeah. of these like, that's, they just are like, they came that way and are capable of, you know, creating more of their kind because i don't they're not i don't know it's difficult i don't think that they're born per se i think they're grown
0: yeah i i i I took the the first uh, option in the sense i think to me because they're different and because some are slightly more human than others that it they are They have, they are morphed versions of humans. You know, they are, they used to be potentially human, similar to what eventually is going to happen to, to Adam. You know, that's how I see it, that they're sort of, they've come from something. And, you know, again, Mm. when we, we see Cora later, you know, they're just the, 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 the infection and affects them in different ways, you know, that depending on what they were before. I don't know. Like I said, you're, you're right. They don't really sort of you don't know what an original looks like but um i can assure you they're damn ugly <laughs> they're, they're quite horrible
1: yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah great great uh creature design i mean oh absolutely a, yeah
0: and they're quite striking. simple really aren't hmm. they they're not actually a you know compared to some other things you see in other films they're not dramatically different they're just got again they they wouldn't go out of place in something like Silent Hill, you know. There'd be. Yeah, you could I easily think that's see what kind of. Of
1: makes these so effective. Uh, is there they're just similar enough to people to make it like even more um, disconcerting to look at them? Uh, yeah, and definitely. Uh, it's could be a budgetary constraint, or it's a, a you know a, a film choice, but we really don't get like a full on when you're watching the movie, like a shot of them, it's all in brief flashes, glimpses. uh, And we, and we see that they thrive in the darkness. They physically can't um, be out in daylight or even bright light um, hurts them.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Now you, like you said, you see them in, in different stages. You don't, like I said, it, it, you're getting little bits of them. I mean, like I said, this scene around the car is the bit where you see them prominently. I mean, you will see a bit more of them, obviously, as the film goes on. But, again, you're still getting them in short bursts. You're not seeing them uh, directly. Um, and then, like I said, they're stalking the car. Then, he, yeah, like I said, they've got a bony spine arch back. Um, and also, you as they then drive off, uh, because they managed to get the car starting, um, they eventually crash because... You see, what looks like a little girl in the field, don't you? Which then as as last second swerve, and then you sort of see the face of the girl. And if, again, she looks clearly, you know, like the rest of them. But she she looks a bit more human, doesn't she, compared to some of the others? She's you know, well, she she's still looks upright.
1: Like, she's st- there's no yeah. difference at her in her silhouette um, from, a, from a little girl. Uh, it's just yeah. her face, and as you yeah. see her her limbs uh, yes. are transformed.
0: Exactly. Yeah. So you, and so you get to see a face, which is horrific. Yes. Uh, no, <laughs> she's no, probably no. even worse than the, <laughs> the other changelings. <laughs> um, and yeah, I mean, this, this turns out to be Cora, um, which we'll, we'll sp- speak about more when it's relevant later. Um, but yeah, so they, they crash a car and obviously c- carry on. They, they run back to the house. Um, and then there's a scene with uh, Adam, which, cause there's basically you can hear them at the door and there's the black ooze is, is pouring out of the, uh, the door lock. And then there's a scene where, which always makes me wince because I think for most people that don't like stuff where it's affecting eyes, where he, Adam gets stabbed in the eye, doesn't he? With the, well, you don't really... Well, I presume it's like a spine, don't you? You don't really truly see it. You just see all of a sudden he just... You
1: don't see it here, but I think we get a better idea um, when it's his wife in the attic. Yes. It. Yeah, we do.
0: So, yeah, you, you see basically he he jumps back clutching his eye where he's been... Yeah, he's been stabbed in the eye with something, but you don't, like I said, you, like, like Dave said, you don't really see it. Um, where And, yeah, he's got a very... You don't really sort of see because... I presumed he, it blinded him, but again, you don't sort of, he doesn't act like it blinds him. You just, you just say, oh, I've got something in my eye. <laughs> so You sort of see a bit of uh, blood and it's obviously turned red, but this bit is, you know, this sort of thing with his eye is, quite, again, becomes very prominent uh, shortly. Um, I, With this thing, with, with going, yeah. You know, actually while, while we're talking about it, is, is, as far as you know, is that something to do with changelings? Like, is that, you know, in the law side of things? So I don't, think it is that i know what he said no they
1: um they definitely took like a different uh tack um in conceptualizing these and making them uh an organic parasitic fungal uh infection like a result of that yeah versus um some you know otherworldly there's no there's no magic, you know, involved. There's questionably, it's just science. I mean, yeah. these are potentially just the result of whatever this, you know, bacteria or um, infection is. You know, it's just taken over their bodies. Um, if if that's the angle that this is really originating from, that's what it looks like. Um, yeah. We can also, I guess, since we brought up Cora uh, briefly, there's another um, entry in the... Uh, welsh um, tales of changelings mm-hmm. so it yeah. says the um the the changeling child um that's been replaced it initially resembles the human it substitutes but gradually grows uglier in appearance and behavior um, resulting in like ill-featured malformed ill-tempered um and it may be of less than usual intelligence but it's identified more by more that it's a childlike Wisdom and cunning—that uh, mm-hmm. I think typifies the interactions that we see with these. Um, yeah, definitely. they, they, they have that animal cunning because you don't feel that there's a human intellect, like a reasoning behind these. They're just almost a force of nature. Yeah, um, that's, absolutely. That's how they're represented. Um, but, yeah,
0: cause, yeah, yeah. Because I, I think they they definitely like you said earlier where he's got inspired the director got from inspiration from other films it's it's almost like they've taken the irish folklore of a changeling and they've sort of zombified it haven't they really they sort of see you know the yeah whole something parasite, that, yeah, you know, yeah affected
1: yeah. you um maybe an idea that they explore in um the last of us that yes. that fungal yeah. uh zombie infection i mean they he Mm -hmm. he, they call it out clearly saying it's it's the same or it's similar to um the fungus that's uh controls the ants um
0: yeah well yeah that was said for a reason yeah yeah, (laughs) it's uh (laughs) uh,
1: they're working from that angle um yeah while still uh something appropriating, but they're combining it with um changeling folklore uh yeah to to make a you know very effective um Definitely.
0: yeah it's very good and I suppose ultimately by doing it they can be a bit more creative with the design. I mean obviously if they did the the standard folklore again they could be quite creative with it but I think the fact that they've decided to go for this para parasite um angle and you know, effectively sort of turn them into a form of zombie. Yeah, it, yeah I think it it it, yeah, it makes better horror. I think at the end of the day, I think well, it it's, does because
1: it, it adds that touch of this could happen. Um, yes, by by taking away the supernatural element, but still giving nods to it, you can see that maybe this is the inspiration for the the fairy tales. Basically, yeah,
0: absolutely.
1: And yeah. um, I don't know. I I always think that doing it this way is so much more interesting um and it's it's nice to see a spin on um you know these traditional tales
0: definitely um yeah so once he's been stabbed in the eye he like i said you can you see again a bit more of the of the changelings where you can see their sort of you know, de- deformed faces, um, and and then, like you said earlier, Dave, this is where they sort of discover that that like they're affected by light. I mean, it's not quite; they're not like vampires that don't burn or anything like that. But they like clearly want to stay out of the yeah, it keeps them of the light.
1: Away. At yeah. least artificial light uh, yes. bothers them yeah. enough that they, I think it's the, probably their eyes. They're they're nocturnal. Uh, yes, and. Um, we'll find that sunlight does in fact <laughs> oh <laughs> yes <hurts>
0: <laughs> yes, um so they so Adam makes a run for the the generator obviously get the get the lights back on and goes he gets to the generator, and the again the the tar and vines are all wrapped around the you know the the generator control, so he I think he gets uh one of those you know, the pulley one. So he's, you know, again, reminds me of, like you said, it reminds me of the last of us as well, actually, because you do that in, in that game as well. don't you? Um, and you know, Claire and, and ba- the baby are in the attic. Um, and there's a sort of horrible scene where sort of blower, the, you can see the, the wood is sort of turning, turning black. Um, which, you know, I'm assuming that it's the, you know, the ooze is, you know, coming from the, the changelings is sort of, it's almost melting the wood, isn't it really? And then he, the, the changeling smashes his hand through the, through the wood right in front of him. Now, And then, like you said earlier, this is where you sort of see what happened to Adam in regards to his eye. Cause the, the, the claw comes out, obviously trying to grab Claire, but then when it's sort of, it's sort of, it, it's quite surreal because it sort of calms down, doesn't it? The, the hand it sort of, and then it, it, one of its fingers extends into a spine, doesn't it, where it suddenly becomes literally with about about a centimeter from our again yeah, a,
1: it's no, like a hypodermic needle.
0: Yeah. yeah it's it's quite it's quite again for people that are squeamish about eyes it's yeah it sort of it makes your eyes water a bit when you're sort of <laughs> seeing where she's the, this close to to uh you know getting it stuck in her eye um again look at uh, this and then it switches back to adam where you know he's get, he's trying to get the generator up and running and, and again talking about eyes he he starts clutching his eye where obviously the where the you know the inf- the infection is starting to take effect on him and it, you know, does a bit of camera work where he's, he's clutching his eye, but then it cuts to what you saw earlier with the, um, what he saw under the microscope, didn't he? So he's, you know, it's sort of showing where it's, it's starting to take hold on him. Uh, luckily he gets the generator going and, and then and he, uh, as quickly as it put his hand through the changeling, uh, takes his hand out and cl- luckily claire's saved from uh, getting a spine in her face and um so then at this point where we the you see a reference uh light and iron um where which is actually this is where it really plays into the uh in folklore as well because obviously we have already mentioned that they they're not lovers of the of light, but also of iron as well, aren't they? So if you're looking at the, the wiki here about sort of the general uh, description, um, simple charms such as an inverted coat or open iron scissors left where the child sleeps were thought to ward them off. Other measure, meth, measures included a, a constant watch over the child. So obviously this clearly, you know, again, this is a homage to the folklore of changing where they they adverse to iron and again like you said earlier the the iron was up there for a reason wasn't it before claire started taking it down (laughs) in the house so obviously the previous owners were fully aware of these changelings um and then this is where the um do you know why they they sort of where that comes from at all the actual art the reference to iron because i wasn't sure on this
1: uh i think that's just another um part of the lore. Uh, yeah, just a, a, The Scandinavian entry, which I, I know is echoed um, by the the Welsh and um, Irish lore on... Uh, oh, various, yeah, that's right. Uh, it's saying that since the beginnings um, from Scandinavian folklore, uh, or since most beings um, from folklore are said to be afraid of iron, um, that's what they talked about, the uh, iron items such as scissors and knives um, on top yeah. of an unbaptized infant's cradle. Uh, also uh, relevant to the film, it says um, it was believed that if a human ch- human child was taken, in spite of such measures, where they have the scissors or some other iron implement, the parents could force the return of the child by treating the changeling cruelly. Um, and unfortunately, it's using such me- methods as whipping or inserting it into an oven. Yeah, so <laughs> this is horrifying. But this idea um, shows itself in the film, in, in a little bit, yes, absolutely. But thinking. we do see here—is um, uh, it Adam? <laughs> yes, Adam. Yes, Adam. Um, yeah. <laughs> when he, I want to say, when he's trying to start the Jenny, uh, he his hand falls on one of the the slats that um, Claire had taken down, and he's yeah. He, He's burned. Burns his,
0: burns his hand, doesn't it? It looks like, yeah, he looks like a hot poker just put across his his, uh, his the palm of his hand, doesn't it? Which again, like I said, because he's starting to change into a changeling, it, yeah, he's obviously starting to get the the effects of this. Um, so yeah, so the it's all peace and quiet at this point, well, for a while, uh, where he's 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 reading more about the law in this way. Again, you sort of, you see references to, you know, changelings in, in the, in the, in that uh, book that Colin uh, left for him. And he, they put the baby into a wardrobe, you know, where they get where they, and actually that's where you, like you said, where they, in to sort of secure the, the, the handles to the, uh, to the cupboard. They actually put a big, big uh, pair of iron shears Mm. in there as well so again let me know yeah. hold first as uh to the scissors idea um,
1: and and this was also one of the more questionable decisions um that these two as basically inept parents have made yeah uh, <laughs> we we've established and the characters have established clearly that they know um the the uh the creatures in the forest uh are afraid of light and thrive in the darkness. Let's put the baby in a dark cupboard. Cupboards. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> it's a good idea. It's, it's uh, I just, when they started saying, shaking
0: my head, I thought, you, no, really? <laughs> because I think his, his reasoning was the fact that, well, you know, he, he shouldn't be with us. Like, you know, when, when, you know, as it's dark and they've got to... Well, the know, generator's going to fail,
1: he says. That's it. Um, and yeah. the whole place is going to be dark. And the best place that we can see to defend, you know, our baby is to put them in one, you know, a contained area that we can... Ostensibly, they're able to watch, you know, anything <laughs> coming and going uh, to the cupboard.
0: Yeah. the baseball parrot in there. <laughs> mm. <laughs> so they... Claire's obviously worried about the baby being in the wardrobe. So at least one of them's sensible. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and, okay,
1: he did put the baby monitor um, in with uh, Finn.
0: True, true. And obviously, he says, "You know, don't worry. You know, the monitor's fine." So she clearly that doesn't like the idea. Of that takes the shears out, opens the wardrobe, and basically the changeling is sort of borrowed its way.
1: Through the boards, yeah. Through the boards, cover. through the back. It's in of the it. walls of the house. they they there in the
0: walls. Yeah, in the walls. <laughs> yeah. So they, uh, so they change it, and then they, they see you see the uh, baby Finn sort of take, taken through the through the hole because they, they see you see this thing quite often because Finn's wearing I think like a yellowish coloured you know uh, wrap or you know, such like, and you, you often see now for the next few scenes while he's being taken away, you just see the, the end bit of cloth, don't you? So him disappearing into a hole. So, so you, he, so Finn's been taken away, uh, Adam, you know, starts, which is a bit of an odd thing where he starts, is it, I think it's like a pickaxe or something. He starts chuck you know, starts throwing it at the, uh, at the joist, doesn't he? And it's like, yeah, he's thinking, hang get, on, get, your he's baby's like, I'll, up I'll there. It, yeah.
1: <laughs> It's like it's like it's in the rafters. Um, yeah, so is your baby. baby yeah, <laughs> the yeah. the pickaxe again. Uh, not the best choice. No. Yeah, he's <laughs> a poor guy. <laughs> I don't know.
0: Well, he, he certainly pays for it. Cause he he goes up to the attic and obviously confronts the the changeling, which is carrying baby Finn. And then it's a, is it, I think it's another changeling sort of slashes him, don't they, from one side. And he ends up falling out of the attic and breaking his leg. (laughs) Adam doesn't have a good time in this film. He really doesn't. He's he's been stabbed. He's now starting to sort of change into a changeling. And now he's, he's broken his leg by falling out of an attic. Um, (laughs) So, so uh, Claire ends up uh, chasing the, the changeling outside and, she say again, this is what I was saying earlier, where you, you, just see the little bit of cloth to sort of, you know, as it disappears into the woods and then, uh, she saves it from saves the baby from being drowned. Um, and then, during this time, Adam's sort of basically setting his leg, which is quite horrible. Um, having, <laughs> having a good drink to go with it. And, um, he, um, yeah, so he, cause obviously he's starting to morph a bit as well. He, um, He then, when she comes back with baby Finn, and he's holding the baby, he sort of he he and this is again pointing into the folklore of the changeling and babies and stuff, where he he suggests that Finn isn't isn't their baby anymore. They've they've literally swapped in
1: the wrong baby.
0: Baby, yeah. (laughs) And I'm thinking, well, I know she's the best mother, but I'm sure she probably recognises her own child. Mm -hmm. He suggests that, yeah, like I said, that he's
1: come
0: back sorry, she's come back with the, the wrong baby and, um, and she's, you know, obviously this is where they basically start arguing about it. He's, he's like, no, this is, this is definitely, but then obviously because he's starting to morph and, and obviously the, the, the infections, you know, taking a hold of him, he's, it's, you know, distorting his mind and, and you, you know, it's, it's quite horrible actually. Cause he's, he's, you know, he's looking at baby Finn. Um, and obviously you can see, you know, where he's, He's, he's almost sort of, you know, in through Adam's eye. Oh, I was going to say eyes through Adam's eye at this point. He's, um, you know, he's sort of, you know, he's looking at Finn and he's starting to morph into like a little zombie. It's not, it's just, obviously it's just the effect of, of what he can see. Um, and the, there's a point where he's in this point, he's got a, he grabs a, a blade and he's got it literally just above baby Finn. I he? think he so. grabbed a, um, an iron nail. That's it. eye nail. That's it. Yes, you're right. Um, you know, and he's literally just hot holding it above uh, his forehead. And it's, it's, it's quite, a, you know, it's quite a horrific scene actually. Cause I mean, nothing, it, nothing happens to baby Finn at this point, but.
1: No. It, um, it's and as the viewer, quite, you're left wondering, is he it just hallucinating? Or, yeah, it's you know, quite it's, horrific. <laughs> because you're seeing things from his point of view and seeing this, yeah. you know, frightening looking child. And then it, the camera will kind of, go behind Claire and show that she's just looking at, you know, baby Finn with, you know, her husband holding a nail over his forehead.
0: Yeah, exactly. And he's, you know, and obviously she's feeling a bit lost at this point and go, Oh my God. Um, so she does the right thing and she grabbed, I think she grabs a nail as well and then stabs it into into her own husband, you know, to say, look, you know, get away from our baby. <laughs> you're going mad at this point. Um, you, you know, you're not making any sense. So, uh, she, yeah. So she stabs Adam and, and, and runs off. Um, so, and then there's this sort of bit of, a uh, bit of chase, a bit of a chase scene where she sort of ends up in a, in a, I presume it's like a hut or a barn that's sort of nearby and, he, you know, Adam starts talking to her saying, you know, they, they want us, they want our bodies. Um, and he makes, he makes his way into the, where she is and he, he start, And then at this point, he's, is this the side scene? I think that's a bit later, isn't it? It's where he totally sort after of, this. Yeah. He, um, he, he obviously starting to trying to reason with her saying that, you know, that's not, that's not our baby. And he, they, again, at this point, he, the infection's really starting to take him over. Now he's, you know, he, he, he ends up in a fetal position, doesn't he? Where yeah, he, sort he, of like he passes out from the pain. Yeah. So the, yeah.
1: Those, those spines have like erupted out of his face. And yeah, I think his shoulder uh, shoulder. Yeah. His left shoulder looking. Yeah. Uh, it's horrible. Like that body horror. It's oozing stuff. I'm mean, yeah. really good. Uh, prosthetics and makeup job for sure yeah it's uh, it his, excellent there's one cool. eye that was injured now looks completely like those little round beady changeling eyes it's, yeah and yeah, then and it's, uh, and the, and the, the, it's
0: horrible it's a, yeah the, the spines are sort of it's almost like they a it's, yeah it's horrible because it's it's almost like it's funny it's like the base of them is similar to I know it's not the same, but similar to in the matrix, you know, the little holes that they've got, the uh, they have the, the pipes in them, you know, when they're in the real world, it's like the base of that. It's like, and then you do and then you've got this, this little black spine sort of poking out. It's yeah, it's quite, yeah, it's quite horrible. <laughs> but yeah, like you said, it's very, very well done. Um, so yeah, he, that's it. She, she, he, she sort of tries to defend herself with this scythe that's uh, in there. Cause obviously it's a, you know, farming uh, building, so it's got one spare. So she she runs away with Finn, and then this is where Adam takes the gonna, takes the scythe and wraps cloth around it, and you know sets it on you know, so it's got a flaming blade on it, it's, which quite is quite iconic. Actually, I think it's sort of again, it's sort of it's, I think it's it's sorry, the, I, can't I know remember. it's
1: the Netflix image. Uh, if you if you hover over the, yes. the title, it does this scene as the. Um, like the placeholder image yeah the
0: cover-up yeah yeah Yeah. um
1: yeah it's pretty cool and what's i think really interesting is i know when i first saw that that's what made me want to watch the movie um but it also really doesn't give any indication to like that he's changed i think just the angle of it. it looks like a guy with the flaming scythe, and i was like well that's neat yeah, no. <laughs> who wouldn't? The situation <laughs> yeah. in the film is more like, "Wow, that's not good."
0: <laughs> no, absolutely, yeah. It's it's again, it's sort of it's an iconic image again, similar to the other films that's made. Like again, referring to Evil Dead, you know, with the chainsaw hand and such. Like it's just another, you know, go, like, wow, that's cool. Yeah. So <laughs> um, you know, for anyone that doesn't really know much about it, so yeah, he, he's he's set this scythe up for himself, um, and he. Basically, go, goes off and and finds the the other changelings, uh, and because obviously now he's sort he's effectively a hybrid,
1: isn't
0: he? Mm. A bit human, but obviously he's starting to become part changeling, so he 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 ends up roaring at them as well, doesn't he? Sort of cause yeah, now because he's transforming changeling voice.
1: Um, I mean, yeah. he's able to intimidate. He's, he's still fully like bipedal he's much larger yeah. than them and yeah. he's welding a flaming uh iron weapon so it's yeah like, the things <laughs> yeah. that are all afraid of fire yeah or at least fire light, um, light yeah. Iron, yeah and then yeah huge bigger version of them
0: yeah exactly so because they're surrounding him and you know like i said he's he's sort of keeping him at bay with his with his side and this is and this is where we see core i believe at this mm. point um well, actually, sorry, just a bit before this. Whilst Adams with these creatures, uh, Claire's gone off and and run off to where Column lives. And you know he, she's met with a shotgun <laughs> at the door. After all she needs after everything that's going on. Yeah. So obviously she's like, you know, help us. You know, can you look after Finn, even if it's just the rest of the night? And obviously Column doesn't want anything to do with this. He because he obviously he's fully aware of the situation. And again, he makes reference to. That Cora, his daughter, you know, like they took my daughter, you know, they, you know, don't, don't bring him to my doorstep. <laughs> effectively, so he sort of shoes them both away. And, you know, they carry on running. Um, again, then it cuts back to where Adam in this where this scene where with the creatures he finds Cora, where now and now you get uh, a proper look at her, and again she is horrific. <laughs> She's sort of you know of all the changelings, she looks. You know, as a, I mean, as a, you know, from a design point of view, she's fantastic, but she just looks horrific. Yeah. She's well, sort I mean, of. It's
1: a changeling with the wig. <laughs> yeah. Basically. Yeah.
0: Which you makes know, it, it look worse. Yeah. 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 It's sort of because it, because there's, all, because at least with the changelings, they're clearly a creature. They mm. clearly are something different because with Cora, because she's still wearing human clothes, she's still got. A hair, you know, hair. She sort of almost still looks human. So, and like, it's, like I said, the, the giveaway is obviously her face, um, which is again, it's it's horrible because you because you, she's got these big black eyes that, and she's sort of you know deformed and slightly twisted. She's got a big hole in her head. If, as well, yeah, she's got like literally like a gaze
1: growing out of it, it's-
0: yeah. And 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 like, like you made reference to earlier, where she's actually holding a baby, you don't really see the baby, but she is holding a baby. Um, and again, you see her hand, where her hands are just huge claws, you know, similar claws. to the other, yeah, which look unnaturally big <laughs> compared yeah. to the rest of her. Um, so, so yeah, so, um,
1: sorry. I guess to another maybe a better description instead of Gollum, they're like a miniature uh, pumpkin head. If you, if anyone's seen that film.
0: Yeah. Um, I think that's why I was bringing up a, <laughs> bring up a picture to remind me, remind myself of them. Um, yeah. I, I've not, I've not seen the film in photographs of it uh, before, but yeah, yeah, I can see that actually. Yeah. It's sort of, yeah, similar sort of. Yeah, I can get that. I, that's a sort of similar sort of vibe to it. Um, like you said, because they, they're all in different forms, Cora does stand out dramatically compared to the rest of them. Um, which sort of, I, I, you know, I sort of assume she's still relatively new to being transformed. You yeah, know, is, she had to have been taken
1: know. recently. Um, yeah, because she's her clothes are still more or less intact yeah um, and she still has her hair i don't know we don't get a we don't get a time frame for like no, how long this transformation takes but just judging from adam's um, transformed eye it was really fast it's it's not a gradual yeah. process no <laughs> yeah
0: yeah and um so it cuts back to claire where she's being chased by the changelings and again this is this always reminds me of what we Dog soldiers, where she's using the using the flash of a of the camera to to ward them off. Mm-hmm. So for anyone that has listened to our, <laughs> our werewolf theft, so we know what we're talking about. So yeah, so she's, like I said, she's using the the flash of the camera to sort of basically blind them and just keep them at bay while she's running. But she's she's effectively getting uh, swamped at this point, and she falls off an edge, um, which then. Re reunites her with uh, with uh, with Adam, um, and then there's this quite a funny scene, or where there's Adam and Claire are now reunited, but they're both carrying a baby. <laughs> it's like, who's got the real baby? <laughs> well, well, you'd hope that Claire still got the real baby at this point, but yeah, so yeah, they both got. Obviously, he's taken the baby off that the one that uh, Cora was holding. And uh then Adam uh quite brutally kills a, a changeling because obviously it comes from he's sort of warding him off, you know, sort of with his his uh his screams and growls and but then he, he literally beats it to death with his bare hands, doesn't he? <laughs> he's just he just goes crazy and, and uh and kills this changeling. And then Cora appears and he decapitates Cora yeah, with the heads
1: her with the scythe.
0: Yeah. That which is very metal, but it, <laughs> it sort of comes out of nowhere, doesn't it? It's like, yeah. it's... right, kill Cora. She's out of the way. <laughs> so, um, uh, it's, yeah, it's very, it's good for effects, but I'll say, okay, because the film's coming to an end soon. But, um, and then Adam gets attacked. Is it the same changeling? Oh, I presume it was another changeling. So he did get, he did beat one to death. So I'm assuming it's another changeling that basically, sort of stabs him through the, through the, the torso. And uh, yeah, it was
1: a, a different one.
0: I presume it's a different one. Yeah. That just sort of, cause you don't really see there's, it. But there's just, so many of them. Exactly. So, yeah, so he, he gets stabbed. Well, stabbed, literally the claw goes right through, right through uh, one end of the other. And um, then, so he, he's effectively now about to die. And now we see, where the the changeling baby which is the one that he was holding um is sort of left on his you know on the floor in front of him and the sun starts appearing um this what did you think of this what happens to that baby
1: that was like, like the worst <laughs> the worst thing it was whole horrible
0: movie. it was horrible there's so basically you've got the scene where like I said, it's you know similar to what you'd see in in vampire films where the you know the the sun's coming up and it the, it start it, look, you think it's going to start disintegrating but it sort of it starts sprouting vines doesn't it the spikes and vines sort of start sprouting out of it like a layer of it and then like the skin pulls away from its face into a skull uh,
1: the skin like splits it looks on like its face and opens like a yeah. flower. Yeah. instead of like a flower, but it's a skull and it's screaming.
0: Yeah, it, it it's was horrendous. Horrifying. It is. It's, it's fantastic yeah. know, it visually, but it's horrific. It's one of those where you're like, wow, where did that come from? It's, yeah, it's it's quite a horrific way. So it shows what happens to them when, when they get when they're caught out in the sun. It's um, Yeah, it's quite a horrific scene. So, and obviously now the sun's come out, so... They, you know, Claire and and Finn have survived to, uh, you know, to see the sunlight, and you know she runs she returns home, and obviously just breaks down, uh, understandably. Um, and then that's where the film ends. But for it's worth seeing. I presume you saw the the credits scene with the the logging, yeah, because yeah, it's it's a, it's one of those where you you yeah you just would see it as part of this where. So it sort of cuts to obviously a bit after where you've got a, a logging company that's you know obviously cutting down a lot of these trees, um, and there's a, a song playing etc. And basically you you see a lot um, a, a truck go past where with all the logs you know neatly on its back, and you can see little bits of the the black ooze sort of you know through it. So obviously you know making reference to that it's not all gone, and then. And then it cuts to a face of a changeling screaming at the, screaming at the, at the camera Mm. (laughs) growls, And then film ends.
1: Yeah. There's one other little part uh, when um, Claire is back in her, her home, not again, not the choice I would have made. The house is like (laughs) utterly infected looking like that doesn't look like a safe place. You know, that if that stuff gets in you, you're you're changed. (laughs) Um the, the better bet still would have been tried to return to column um because True. it's the daylight and he probably would have, <laughs>
0: would have run, yeah. at
1: that point. <laughs> um but no what, what it what the camera does before it does the credits and, and gives the, the scene of the, the logging truck, uh, it focuses back on the book. And the book's pages have flipped and there's illustrations in there and it's a picture of a woman holding her child and then a sort of uh king of the forest looking, uh, figure, uh, watching over both of them. Yes. Um, yeah. And he no, ha- you no know, he's, he's man shaped with, uh, spines kind of growing out of his head in a crown sort of shape. Um, mm-hmm. well, the ending with Adam is ambiguous. Uh, the sun, you know, sprouts that weird baby, the changeling baby, but it doesn't <laughs> hurt him. He's enough no. human still at that point. Um, I feel that, like Cora, he'll have just stayed in the forest, and you know, you know, become king of the little creepy changelings. Um, <laughs> I'm but that's you true, know, yeah. potentially watching over yeah. his wife and child. You know, it's, yeah. it's, Again, it's not a subtle um, ending, but I think that that's the maybe the appropriate way to read what they're yeah. going for. You know, if they're making or quite what, plausible you know, a fairy tale out of this ending while still doing like the political message and Mm. still doing the, Hey, don't cut down trees (laughs) because you know, (laughs) the ones they did did log were the ones he marked that had the fungus on them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, I think that's a a very plausible ending to it. It's like I said, it is ambiguous, but I think that makes perfect sense. It's because you, like I said, you don't see, what he was you know you could say he he could have died, but like I said, he could have like you said he didn't seem disintegrate, so he could have you know regenerated and, and gone back into where he was. Yeah, like I said they they deliberately left it open. Um, it's one of those where it, to me it could have had a sequel, really, because I don't think there is one. So yeah, yeah, I don't know. I, d- I don't
1: think one. it needs one. Um, no,
0: I don't, it doesn't need one. I was just saying I think they could do one, but I think it's quite good in its own own way um so yeah so overall i think it's a really good good film
1: yeah i mean i i watched it again and i would uh i'd go back and watch this another time um i think each each viewing um unearths a little bit more uh of what the director's kind of trying to do with the movie and like i said the, like the first time i watched it i really wasn't placing the you know iron bars completely in the context of folklore uh, yeah the second time that. i i did you know, completely, and I, I think I'd like to watch this one more time um, to see what other references. Because uh, as we pointed out, the director does like to make nods to um, other films, and they don't feel pandering. They feel like references that are sort of you know tongue in cheek, um, more of a wink um, yeah, than a definitely. full. Hey, look, I like this movie. This is <laughs> like if you yeah. have seen these other films. Um, uh, I, I have two and I can appreciate that. And I'm showing you guys, you know, what the kind of movies I like.
0: Yeah. Which is the best way of doing it. You know, you're not blatantly copying. You're just doing, like I said, a little nod. It, you know, it's not in your face. It's just, but like I said, for people that have seen those films, they you know would understand the references, but no, I agree with you. I think it's, it is actually, very good film and it's like i said at the start it's a shame that it's one of those that could that gets lost you know it's Mm. one of those that it's not it wasn't well publicized and and such like so it is a real shame that there's probably a lot of people that won't get to see it when it's actually you know even putting the the folklore you know even if you don't have any it is a decent film and it's you know yes there is bits in it that are quite you know similar to others but it's you know it's enough of a take on on the Irish folklore. It's not, you know, the, you know, the change in folklore, which isn't, you know, a very prominent horror uh, subject that it's quite good to see, to see something like this. Good to see. It. No, I think it overall, it's definitely worth watching. I said if, you know, if on, like, you, like you said earlier, Dave, it's it's on Netflix for in the U S in, in the UK. It's in, it's on Netflix as well. I'm sure the place as well. So yeah, definitely worth a watch. Um, have you got any final thoughts on it? Or
1: uh, I mean, uh, much other it? than like the creature design, um, I really appreciated that, and they're not CG. Uh, these are um, either puppets or prosthetics um, in, in the most uh, most cases. Uh, yeah. So yeah, it would be really interesting to see like a making of. Um, I wonder Definitely. if maybe the, the DVD or something has uh, behind the scenes. I'd, I'd like to look at that.
0: Definitely. It's, well, I, I think from what I- that it's the change were a combination of, you know, of, of guys in suits plus a bit of CGI just, you know, from mm. the, the claws and, and uh, the stabbing. Uh, yeah. So the, the,
1: the parts where they, you know, do extend tendrils and things are moving like that. Yeah. There's, it's, it's very subtle and it's an added effect um, just to kind of do a few things that uh, either are too expensive to do with um, animatronics or um, maybe too difficult. Uh, yeah.
0: But it was done well, though. Like I said, you yeah. wouldn't have, I think that was a perfect combination. Mainly practical with a little bit of CGI just to, just for when it was required. But I think, you know, it doesn't, you know, the fact that it was, you know, a lot of it was done with practical effects, you know, does not take away from it at all. I think, you know, because I, I think even, yeah, from what I read the you know, Hardy, the director, he said that he thinks that CGI, you know, if it was, if the changes changing with full CGI, it just makes them sick. I think he's sort of a bit, again, that's probably a nod to things like Alien, you know, where it's a, mm. you know, or the older Alien, where it's obviously a, a guy in a suit. So, no, I think, I think that he's, you know, that was a good balance on that one. So, yeah. Cool. Um, well, because this is a bit of an impromptu episode, we, already, we haven't really got any listener feedback. Didn't get really a chance to obviously advertise it. Um, but, Dave, we got some recent feedback regarding the last episode did you we do have you got that to um i've wanna... got this
1: pulled up so uh lovely yeah all, if you want to uh, go yeah go uh, for it go um our our last episode we t- i guess to date this we covered um bloodborne again um this uh this message is from at uh, 99 dexterity on uh twitter it's a uh, john gamble he's <laughs> <laughs> hey john thanks for <laughs> yeah thanks for sending us uh this um definitely your your comments here so he says hey there fellas having recently finished two runs through bloodborne in a relatively short period of time uh, the game is rather fresh in my mind yet i still had trouble nailing down which monster i liked best in the end i decided to go with the adhorrent beast i missed him my first playthrough and upon discovering Uh, my next time through the game, attacking the beggar on sight after seeing the bodies he was crouched over. Um, Mm -hmm. To put it lightly, I was a bit shocked when he turned into a lightning elemental of sorts. (laughs) He's he's one of the few uh, sentient beast enemies you faced as he maintains the ability to speak with you, which I find pretty damn cool. Also cool are his abilities beyond a typical dark beast bolt attacks. He also appears to be able to control the wind to some extent. He's a pretty tough fight, but thankfully there's a nifty stash of poison knives nearby. <laughs> um, uh, for for reference, this is the uh, NPC you encounter um, in the top of the it's like a, it's a tower, the mill. Um, yeah, and he, you could you could accidentally um, invite him uh, back to yeah. your, your safe haven uh, yeah, of the uh, Odin yeah. Chapel and he will, uh, over the course of the rest of your game, uh, murder <laughs> all of the other NPCs <laughs> you sent there um, if you don't take care of him. Yep. Yep. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I guess good, good point choice. about the poison knives. I also just stood in the little uh, causeway there and uh, spammed him with poison knives till he died the first <laughs> time. <laughs> I, I
0: did the same, but I just used the spin attack on the axe. Just to, so I was just back to, I just kept backing away and just, mm. yeah, just use this spin to win <laughs> yeah. technique on him because he is actually quite a tough fight, especially because he, you know, that he can be quite early in the game really if you sort of discover his, uh what he's up to. So no, I I agree that I think he's he's an enemy. To I, I like the fact he talks to you as you're fighting yeah. him, you know, with the the sort of semi demonic voice that he takes on. So no, I think
1: yeah, that's a good choice. He's definitely me. mocking your choice um, as a hunter. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like, how dare you?
0: <laughs> you attack me of all the people. Done... Yeah. like he done you a favor, but by... <laughs> well, he probably had with the old woman and that guy that always the one who always lies. <laughs> 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 they
1: they deserve it.
0: <laughs> but uh, no, good choice on that one.
1: Yeah, yeah. Thanks, John. Um, as always for. For writing in. definitely um yeah th- that's that's the only other uh tidbit we got um recently yeah, lovely um,
0: lovely no but talking about feedback it's it's great any feedback on any episode always even if it's after the episode as i said, don't feel bad about sending it in afterwards because we'll include it in other episodes or or round up episodes as well like I said we do appreciate any feedback or comments. Um, you know how we're doing. What, you know anything you want to see, anything you don't want to see. <laughs> uh, like I said, it's, it, it all helps. Like I said n- never feel frightened to uh, to comment or send anything in. You know via the, via our Twitter or such like. So so yeah, I I think that's it for this episode, isn't it? I think we've uh, covered it. Um, like I said if um, before we do the last roundup, but like I said if you want to be able to give us any reviews on our greatly appreciated on you know just find us there on monster dear monster i said it all helps um again on if you don't follow us on twitter please do um i said it any and any comments you want to give i said feel free to to send us a message um and i said talking to twitter where can people you, dave
1: um you can find me on twitter at sentient underscore plus uh as always they'll that I think will be in the notes.
0: <laughs> I think that's going to be your catchphrase. So. Yeah, uh, yeah, it, it is. <laughs> always in the notes. It's going to be in the notes, in the notes guys. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, and you can find me at Ninja Badger 7 the number seven. I said, feel free to add us, speak to us. I well said, we'll always feel free to chat. Um, and that's it. Thanks for listening. And uh, catch
1: you next time on the next episode. Of- Bye-bye. Bye.